So they go on their life as normal as they can, and uh, they could be killed any minute. All the time here, people have their eyes looking up, trained on the sky, because that now is where death comes from. So I stayed at that clubhouse because Yasser said it was probably less of a target than the centre of town. I slept on the floor alongside two grizzled guards from the Free Syrian Army. They didn't speak much, but they snored loudly and occasionally they shoved their knees into me. I was really scared of accidentally setting off the Kalashnikovs propped against the wall. But before we went to sleep, the evenings were quite long. We didn't go out after dark because the regime's jets seemed to like picking off lit-up cars. So I had plenty of time to find out more about the picture on the wall. So let's just look along this line, then, of, yeah. of, of young men. As you say, you were in the top corner and you were the captain. Yes. So all those people, and they were all your friends, I suppose, then. Where are they now? For example, a school janitor, the other one. Next to him, it's a major in the army. He retired major. The other one become a businessman. He's the, that's the goalie? Yes, he's a businessman now. This guy, he's in Russia. He's a businessman in Russia now. And there's another guy, he worked for the government in the political intelligence office. Oh, so he's on, he's on the other side? Yes, definitely on the other side. We used to be very close friends. We haven't talked like in seven months. So most of them pro-rebellion, what, three of them then? Work for the intelligence office. Second one next to me is the mayor of the town and the other guy who worked for the intelligence office. 30 years on from that photo, the civil war had ripped that group of friends apart. The picture we were staring at was of a lost world, the closed world of Syria, when it was ruled with an iron grip by President Assad's father, Hafez. And what I suddenly realised was that hidden in that world, in that fuzzy photo, were the seeds of the tragedy that's engulfed Syria since. That's why I kept remembering the picture long after I left Mara. And then suddenly, a few months ago, I heard that that small, fairly insignificant town that I only went to because it was accessible, just over the Turkish border, that that town had become a key battleground in the war. So-called Islamic State was besieging it on three sides. It had even used mustard gas against it. So I called Yasser. I'd spoken to him a few times since. 